Hey friends, it's Awkwardly Random with Cynthia and Michelle, where we talk about random topics. Anything and everything awkward is on the table, so let's dive right in. Hello everybody! Hi! Welcome back! Welcome back to Awkwardly Random with Cynthia and Michelle. We have a very special episode yes. today. I'm so excited. We sure do, because guess what, y'all? <laughs> we have a guest, a yep. very special guest. Yes, we're so excited. Yes, this person happens to be my roommate, mm-hmm. my cousin, yep. my really good friend. So, introducing <laughs> Rebecca! Hey, girl. hey, everybody, Welcome. what's up? Welcome! Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us on our podcast. We're so excited. Yeah, Yeah, we've been really excited to have guests. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be this gonna be really cool. First guest, Rebecca. Do you do you want to quickly not quickly, but do you just want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Tell us more about you. Whatever you want to share. Yeah. So this podcast is up and coming. Everybody, awkwardly random. Yeah, Cynthia Michelle. Um, So my name is Rebecca. I'm Cynthia's cousin. Um, We call each other pretty much. Hermanas Roomies. Mm-hmm. So That's our I'm hashtag. Also, yeah, our hashtag. Um, <laughs> you you created media. that one. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice hashtag. Um, and so, yeah, so we're cousins, roommates, like like Cindy. Mm-hmm. I call her Cindy. Mm-hmm. People people say Cynthia. People say Nini. Beans. Cindy. They say think, it about me, girl. Introduce yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, beans. <laughs> Whatever Mish calls you. Y'all look so similar. I thought y'all were siblings. <laughs> Just side note. Yeah, well, I feel like well, we're yeah, first yeah, cousins. Yeah. We're first cousins. That. Our dads yeah. are, our dads are brothers. So my dad is older than her dad. Yeah, but our dads look alike. Yeah, like, y'all yeah, look alike, alike too. Mm-hmm. For the viewers, we'll post yeah. a picture yeah. on social media. That way, y'all yeah, will see. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do yeah. look alike. But um, uh, yeah. But yeah. So we live here in Chicago. I mean, like, yeah. I've I've been here for five years. I'm in my fifth year. What brought you to Chicago? Mm-hmm. What brought me to Chicago was graduate school. Ooh, okay. So, like Cindy, born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, bicultural, bilingual, and I did my bachelor's at Wisconsin. Woo-woo. That's right. Uh, same as Michelle and I. Yeah, we all went to the um, same school. Woo-woo. For real. Yeah. Badgers. Same school. Um, and then we were in the same pre-college program. Yes. Yeah. So I was older. Um, but, yeah, so I moved to Chicago for graduate school. I wanted to pursue a master's in healthcare administration, so I got that from UIC. Nice. Shout out to UIC School of Public nice. Health. Nice. Awesome programs. And then I work for a community health center here in Chicago, so I've been doing that for cool. five years. Healthcare has been my track. As you know, we're in a pandemic, so it's been really stressful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so special shout out to the frontline workers. For um, sure. Yeah. Who's out there, our community, serving our patients, serving our most underserved and uninsured. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's please, huge. Yeah, so it's a crazy time, but I enjoy what I do because I know I impact um, patients and their families, especially the Latino community. We serve yeah. a lot of Latino patients, so that's cool. Um, I wanted to use like my language, my culture, my background, and put that towards my work. Um, that's awesome. You're increasing access for yeah, a lot of people. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Right, that's you know, so we, needed. Yeah. yeah, healthcare is a human right, and that's absolutely. What I believe, and mm-hmm. Everybody, please vote on election day. Um, for real yes y'all spitting out <laughs> facts for real um and so yeah so i've been here five years and i brought nini along with me so okay <laughs> really quick just wanted to ask you yeah you did kind of um <laughs> that's good um, our previous episode we kind of talked about what is home to us and uh-huh. what that means uh-huh. and you being here in chicago for five years now yep would you consider Chicago your home? It is. It is. I mean, I have my nice. I have my license here, my car registered here, yeah. I pay taxes here, so Illinois is, is my home. Yeah. That's where all my stuff is. My family, mm-hmm. obviously, is in Wisconsin. My parents and my brother and grandparents and so cousins. So when but... you go visit them, do you say, I'm going home for the weekend? Or what do you say? No, I say I'm going to Wisco. You're going to like, Wisco. I'm going to Wisco for the weekend. Yeah. Okay. And then on Sunday when it hits after I've been with them for so long, I'm yeah. like... Uh, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> when I come back to Chicago, so. Oh, I feel that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But very nice. Well, thank you for for joining sharing. us. Yeah. And for sharing. Um, and for yeah. sharing and introducing yourself, and we're gonna get to know you uh, a little bit more as we go through the episode. Okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, Michelle, uh, do you know Rebecca? Um, not really. I I have not had 
I think a real conversation with Rebecca ever is just like here and there, like hi, like how are you? When I go yeah. to Chicago, passing, yeah, in yeah. passing. Yeah. There I do remember I did it was the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. If <laughs> anyone ever asked me what the most embarrassing thing ever is my interaction with Rebecca. <laughs> you have to share this. You just I have can't. to just explain this. I don't know why. Well, okay, so there was one time I forgot when, but I was visiting. It was a while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. I think I know this story, and you were visiting. Yeah, I was visiting during yeah. the weekend, and I think we had drank a lot on Friday, and it was Saturday, going into Saturday morning. Yeah. And for some reason, I was just like, I'm gonna put my alarm early in the morning so I can get some homework done. Because this was when we were still in school. And then I remember, like, I'm a heavy sleeper. Like, I know that. Yes, she yeah. is, y'all. Yes, I do she not is. wake up sometimes with my alarm. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But this time, I did not. And I know <laughs> I had, like, I at least minimum had, like, five alarms going off that morning. And it was so embarrassing because... <laughs> Either I forgot what time it was. I mean, it was like 7 a.m., I think. It was early. And my alarm was sure. like blaring. Like it was loud. And all I, I, all I remember uh, is Rebecca like very sweetly saying, Honey, are you okay? Do you need to get up? And I was, I was like, dead do you need to be asleep. Somewhere? Like, do you need to be somewhere? I was dead asleep. And like my face was like out of it. And like... I, I'm pretty sure I had, like, drool coming out of my you mouth. You did, you did. In my mouth. And then I was so embarrassed no, because first, be embarrassed. like, I, I'd like to think that I have manners when I go over somebody else's house and they let me stay there. So that was one thing. And then you were just so sweet about it. And I was just so thing, embarrassed. What's so hilarious yeah, is that that is exactly who Rebecca is as a person. Like, I remember living with yeah. you, Michelle, and there'd be times where your alarm just... <laughs> would go on and on what, for what felt like almost an hour. And I was like, this girl is not it getting still up. Happens. So it's then still... I would have to go into her room and shut that alarm off or like tell her to wake her ass up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the first time ever anyone has ever like woken me up yeah. so nicely. Like my mom, like my boyfriend, my sisters, even Beans, like have not woken right. me up that nicely And that's what I'm ever. saying. Like it's... And it was just so nice. But and then... But it was so embarrassing yeah. too. No, but it was yeah, you were so nice cute. about it. Yeah. I mean, your alarm kept going off, and it was like a—I can't remember the tone. You know, yeah. you can choose the tones, but yeah. I was like, it was really, really loud. And I'm like, it was I'm loud like, and obnoxious. You know, like this is a guest in our home. Like yeah. you know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And um, I was like, man, it was like the sixth <laughs> ring, and I was like. <laughs> I, I peek, I'm laughing I peek from out, I go up to the air mattress, I like press the alarm, I'm like, Michelle, do you need to get up? Yeah. Like I don't want to like freak her out It was so funny, and you know what, Michelle, you do have a really obnoxious loud alarm. And I do because that's what wakes me up, but I guess it doesn't. And let sometimes. me tell you how it's so opposite from Rebecca's alarm. Like, I feel like your alarm is not that... You don't hear it? No, I hear it, but I it's like a like soft... I hear it, but to, I guess to me it was like a softer, like, harp yeah. type of instrument. Uh -huh. Like, really soft and, like, you know, gently wakes you up. Yeah. Um, and then Michelle's <clears throat> is, like, straight up like a horn or something. Like, <laughs> it is a horn. Let me see if I can find it. It yeah, sounds like a it. trumpet. Play, or, play it for the audience, yeah, Michelle. For real. <laughs> Let me see. We're putting Michelle on blast with her alarm, with her alarm clock what here. Oh, man. Let's but it's see. just so funny because it's just so accurate to yes. your being. <laughs> like, you would wake someone up gently, you know? Yeah. Like, if you overslept, I'd be like. Yeah. I know, you'd be so gentle yeah. about it. Mimi. Yep. Oh, wait, go back. That, no. It's like a, it's an it's like I think it was one. that I one. I think it was that I one. I think it was that one. It's either, I go either through this one or this one. That's so Oh, annoying. that one's a little oh, gentle. Wait, no. This one. Oh, yeah, but you That's... had it, like, extra loud. Yeah. It was yeah, close. It, it was, was close. It was one loud. of those yeah. three. But, um, too funny. That is so funny. But I think now, Michelle, you visited more, and so I've gotten to know you more, so it's, yeah. it's awesome to be your first guest Yeah. on Awkwardly Random. Yes. Yeah, thank you. 
But yeah, let's move along now. That was, that was, yeah. Now you all know I'm a heavy sleeper. I have a lot of noxious alarms that I don't wake up to. Rebecca's yeah. nice. Yeah, and that Rebecca's really nice. So now that we're exposing ourselves, let's just expose <laughs> ourselves a little more and talk about our love languages. Ooh. Yes. So you guys have just to, to quick, just to go, yeah, <laughs> just to explain what the love languages are, they're supposed to be a way that we... Um, all individually receive or feel like we're loved. Yeah. Um, and there's supposedly five of them, right? I don't know. Maybe there's more. But what are the five? From, the five of them are physical touch, uh, gifts, receiving gifts. The third one is words of affirmation. Fourth one, quality time. Or fifth, acts of service. And I think that we all have like um, varying degrees of these love languages that we like at least yeah for me i think so too but i was wondering i was wondering i know we all took the quiz so i was wondering if we could share what we each got and like the percentage that we got so yeah rebecca do you want to start sure what was your highest percentage what's your primary love language my primary love language is quality time 30 percent. okay and then my second is receiving gifts okay and then third is words of affirmation Ooh. and do would you agree with that Definitely. Okay. Why do you think, why do you think it's accurate? (laughs) Well, um, sure. I can explain. So, uh, quality time. I definitely value my relationships. Someone taking the time to just like be with me and even do nothing. Yeah. Just like want to hang out, Netflix, um, or go do something. Yeah. Like even as roommates, you know, I asked Nini, Hey, do you want to watch a movie or let's watch this? Mm -hmm. And like, we're sitting on the opposite side of the couch and it just, it feels good, like, to be bonding with someone and spending that quality time. Um, Agreed. And then, yeah. you know, if I were in a relationship, too, I would want that reciprocated, definitely. Like, if my partner to know that that's what I enjoy, um, or that's my love language. And uh, for them to, like, spend time with me is probably the most important thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and receiving gifts, I definitely think is second because it means so much to me when someone like gives me a gift because yeah. they've been thinking about me. Like even if it's yeah, I don't know, uh, uh, candy or something or yeah, I don't know something cool, a cute little something something. Yeah, um, that means yeah. a lot. So for is more of the thought. Yeah, it's the thought that matters. Yeah. Like I am the person that likes to receive gifts of like someone has thought deeply about because they know that's right. what I like. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that means more to me than um a superficial or you know one of the other services yeah and then third is words of affirmation I definitely like to be like reassured um or not positive I guess positive reinforcement but like you know I appreciate you I'm proud of you I love you you know that Mm -hmm. word of affirmation to make me feel secure about the relationship or friendship I think that yeah I'm I'm similar to you what what did you get um yeah uh, so I got I'm going to spill the tea. Spill it. Let us know how you like to be loved. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's basically what we're telling people. True. Um, Just like Rebecca, my primary one that I got from this quiz um, was quality time. And I'm the exact same way. I'd rather we spend time together, like, even if it's not for very long, Mm -hmm. but as long as, like, that one hour that we're together with, you know, people that mean, you know, anybody who means a lot to me, like... Yeah, I'm going to want to spend time with them, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like it's, you know, it doesn't matter what we're doing. We're still hanging out. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. I really enjoy that. We could literally be napping on the couch. Yeah, we would both enjoy that. True. <laughs> nice. True. Very true. Um, but, you know, like I'm not thinking of like, like we have to go out and do something or like mm-hmm. spend money. Mm-hmm. You know, we can just go for a walk yeah. even or whatever it is. Yeah. Just yeah. hanging out. And like, She's yeah. Mad. Like you're saying, sleep on the couch, también. Um, my second one was words of affirmation, okay, 23%, um, which is interesting to me because I'm so awkward with compliments. Really? You know? Yeah, I can see that. It, yeah, it does are, kind of like sure. make me a little uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. So what do you say? Like if someone compliments you? Well, it depends on the compliment sure. and depends on who is saying okay. it. Mm-hmm. Pero a veces, sometimes uh-huh. like I just, I'm like, wait, for real? Like, I don't know. It just, but it doesn't make you feel like nice and special. It does, like, it does. But I yeah. guess the the way to respond, you know, sometimes yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to say to that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Okay. 
I'm just weird. Do, <laughs> do you get weirded out by, like, people saying, I love you, or is it... No, no. Or is it, like, oh, Cynthia, you're so beautiful. Like, like that. that weird like, okay. like, the other day, when we were recording our, when our third episode, Michelle was, like... Uh, for the for y'all that don't know, Beans is really good at soccer or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like she you were complimenting yeah, me. Yeah, you are. And I was like, uh, uh, you know what <sighs> I mean? Like I get flustered. Yeah, Aww. I get flustered, and I don't know what to You're say. You're like, is no, that... I'm not, and I'm like, yeah, you are. Do you yeah. think that's a cultural thing? Do you think that possibly, possibly, right? Maybe it's more like you're, uh, sometimes I feel like culturally we feel like we have to be humble, yes, humble, like our skills to like, especially yeah. especially in the Latino community. And Cynthia and I are both the oldest females oldest women in our families like siblings yeah so there's like a lot of pressure oh, okay. responsibility so maybe that could be it i, I don't really know. think about that but yeah and i think also internally like our personality which yeah. we'll we'll dive deep and in, deeper <laughs> into that as yeah. we go through the episode um, for sure yeah. yeah what about you michelle for me i got 30 percent words of affirmation and it's really oh. close to 27 percent with my quality time that i got so i would okay. say those two are my top two Dude, the three of us um, got like the same. Yeah, the top, for me, same top two. Yeah, I'm such a communication person. Like, I need to. I'm the type of person where, like, I always kind of just talk and say what I feel, and I kind of want who, like, my, the person who I'm in a relationship with, to do the same way. And then mm-hmm. also just like you, like you both said, like saying how much you care about each other, like using words, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what makes me feel loved. Like being told that. And then yeah. after mm-hmm. that, I got acts of service for 20%. And then mm-hmm. uh, receiving gifts was 10%. And physical touch was 13%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I also like when people just do stuff. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I, I feel sometimes I'm super stressed or re- really busy that I feel like it means a lot to me if someone notices that I'm busy and that they can and help me out in it. any way. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. I feel you, girl. I feel you. Yeah. But my boyfriend and I... Um, I, we were talking about our love languages before we started recording this, and we were talking about how his are words of affirmation and physical touch as, like, his main ones. Yeah. And so we were just talking about how we both, like, appreciate communication and feeling like, you know, we really need to express how we feel and just express our love in that yeah. way. Um, but like you said, sometimes it's awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I do, I, do, I just want to clarify that I do appreciate, yeah, you know, no, that someone you. tells yeah, me yeah. how much I mean to them. Absolutely. And like, it does make me feel really good. Like, I love when they, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. just like, a veces, there's some times where I get a little a bit flustered. Because I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michelle, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, yeah. But sometimes I feel that way too. But I feel like the the longer you i guess not the longer but the more you do it the more you express love to other right. people mm-hmm. like with words the easier i think it gets right. i don't think it like devalues its meaning but i think it's important to be able to express Absolutely. that and i think about when i was younger that i i wasn't taught that it was normal to express those type of feelings right or like i wasn't used to expressing those feelings so whenever I, whenever i received those it was like for me it was awkward and I didn't know how to respond but then going into relationship with someone I was able to develop it right you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. and y'all have been together for for a while so yeah so we're used to it yeah (laughs) we're used to each other but so are these love languages referring to like romantic love or just no I think love in general right I know I think yeah love in general okay 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 yeah yeah I would say yeah I would agree with Rebecca got it yeah um but let's focus on romantic love for a second, Rebecca. Oh, oh. Yeah, we have a love hypothetical. Yes, Michelle, oh. would you like to read the hypothetical for us? And we're, okay. Wait, she's going to read it to you, and then we want to see kind of okay, what you focus. would do in this scenario. Okay. okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is the love hypothetical. Yes. You have a crush, but you've never told them that you have a crush on them. You have not spoken, but they know who you are, and obviously you know who they are. You want to pursue this person to be in a relationship with you. So one day you see them, let's say at the gym or at the coffee shop. What do you do? Wherever you, wherever's more realistic yeah. for you. What do you do? You really like this person. I feel like I would be more assertive now than I would have been like 10 mm. years ago in college. Okay. I was like a super square in college, like, you know, super nervous talking to boys. Really? And, and I don't know, just like not into my <laughs> <shell>. <laughs> <I'm really> nervous. <laughs> but now I think if 
Um, I'm getting the scenario right. I would, let's see, they're at the gym. How about, yeah, okay, let's okay. be in a coffee shop. Okay. You know, I like my Latino man. So I'm just going to I got to picture it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. this out. Yes. And then, We're um, going to learn about her type right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're at the coffee shop. Maybe I'm yeah. behind him in line. And like, we know yeah. each other, right? She's <laughs> <laughs> getting real specific um, with the scenario. I think I'd probably tap tap him on the shoulder at the coffee shop. Okay. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. how are you? Yeah. Um, get to know him. Ask him, you know, what, what are you drinking? What's your favorite coffee? Um, I don't think right then and there I'd be like, I have a crush on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think now I'd be more mature, wiser to, um, you know, ask how they're doing. Like, start right. that mm-hmm. conversation. Reconnect and um, okay. say, hey, maybe, you know, do you want to go for a drink sometime? Yeah. Pre-COVID, yeah. obviously, everybody. Yeah. Um, do you want to go for a drink sometime or we can catch yeah. up? And then maybe later down the line, exchange numbers, slide yeah. DMs, you know. Nice. <laughs> Potentially. But but that's a that's a great question, hypothetical. Yeah. I think, and the reason why I paused about that, because when we were talking about, like, knowing each other in college, I'm like, I totally would have approached that differently back then. Really? Than yeah, now. how would you, how would you, how would you approach it if you were in oh, college? I like, or you just wouldn't, a- yeah. you wouldn't approach. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like, girl, what do you I mean? I feel like I was more bold in no college. Like really? No, yeah. I feel bolder now. I'm I do wiser. too. I feel like, yeah, as I got older, I felt a little bit more bold, but yeah, I'm, I feel like I'd do the same thing as you. Like, I'd do it really casually, like, yeah. You know, Ooh. but then again, I'm also just a very nervous person, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can't say definitively what I would do. Yeah, yeah. Because I could, I would, if I were to approach it, I'd probably do it the way that you explained it. Um, otherwise, the other option would be just not to approach it at all. You know? Yeah. 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 Or just like, like bump into him without like really noticing him, and, be, and he'll like turn around and be like, "Hey," I'm like, "Oh, hey! I didn't know you were here." You know? And deep down inside, you're like girl he's here for real <laughs> i've been like texting right before i'm like i'm gonna do it and like oh my gosh hi i didn't even see you there how's it going see how your active changed yeah you know how when we're talking we're just like oh hi oh my gosh that is so true <laughs> your tone my yeah, tone changed yeah. like my yeah mm-hmm. our voice just went like Two octaves higher. But I think yeah. that's the nerves, too. You know, when you like somebody, like somebody, like the crush, like, and you don't know why you like them, like, yeah. what's, like, special about them? You've right. only had, like, yeah. five words. True. But, like, oh, they're so cute, and yeah. I have a crush. So, yeah. so Michelle, what would you do in this situation? Um, I probably, I probably just would have talked to him and be like, hey, like, what, like, if yeah. I knew this person, I'd just be like, hey, like, yeah. what's up? Like, what are you doing? What's new? And then I'd be like, let's catch up sometime. And... I think that's how I was in college, too. Yeah. Like, with my boyfriend, like, I approached him. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, yeah. I don't know. I Like, you just talk to somebody and... But I try to do it very casually. Like, like try to find something in common. Right, just, like, right. talking to them normally, I think. And then just being like, hey, you want to do something later? Or, I don't know. I just do something yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah. But, yeah, I would just do something like that. Yeah. I would probably, like, find our common interest and then, like, figure out a way to hang out around that interest. Like, you know, oh, yeah, you like to listen to this band? Like, they're coming for free at, like, Millennium Park or whatever. Like, you want to go on Saturday or, I don't know. Yeah, common interest. Like, yeah, yeah, choose, like, a common interest and, like, go off of that. But Mm -hmm. other than that, like, I'm just a nervous person in general. (laughs) But. Yeah. I mean, I would be nervous, too. But, like, I try to mask it for sure so along with our love languages and i think this whole conversation just ties so neatly into the topic of personality Mm -hmm. which is our main topic for today for our listeners um we asked rebecca ahead of this interview episode that uh we asked her to take the 16 personalities quiz it took i took it too and it like there's like a lot of questions on there um, yeah, but they're very interesting questions like things that I some of them I really had to think about it um, But we we're wondering if you Rebecca would like to share What your personality profile? What were your results from taking the quiz? Okay um, So I got console c-o-n-c-u-l Okay console. Mm-hmm. Um, What are your letters? Uh, E-S-F-J-A What do they stand for? FJT. Yeah. Okay, so let me give you a summary of what I got. Okay. 
A console is a person with the extroverted, observant feeling and judging personality traits. Mm-hmm. They are attentive and people focused and they enjoy taking part in their social community. Ooh. Their achievements are guided by decisive values and they willingly offer guidance to others. True. True. That's me. That's you? Um, True. Uh, people who share the console personality type are, for lack of better word, popular, which makes sense given that this is also very common personality type making up 12% of the population. I feel like that's little, I though. feel like anybody <laughs> who meets you likes you. Oh, Like, you're very... Uh, it is muy amable, yeah. easy yeah. to talk to. Super amable. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Friendly, um, yeah. We're, we're mm-hmm. social creatures and thrive on staying up to date with what our friends are doing. And it's been so hard, like, not being around friends or going yeah. out to the clubs. Like, that we would thrive off of that on the weekend. Yeah. And, like... I enjoy going out with my friends. I enjoy taking Cindy, you know, mm-hmm. to the club with me. Yo, I wish um, I would have gone out with other you. Things. <laughs> or COVID. No, she's fun. She's fun. <laughs> it's lit. Um, the last, I think the last time we went out was like February, right before yeah. COVID hit. But um, I definitely uh, thrive, and I relate to this, like this is very close. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known to describe that, but um, as console. Yeah. Again, it's my letters are extroverted, observant, feeling, and judging. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely have the heart, um, and, uh, I, I take notice of how my friends are feeling, how my family's feeling, yeah. I want to check in on them, making sure they're good so that mm-hmm. I'm good, and, like, that's, that's how I interact with family and friends, and... What is the, what is the judging part of it? Ooh, I'm a judger. I judge too I'm much. like, no. <laughs> judging people, like, what does that mean? Ooh, let me look. Hold on. I didn't read that far into it. Um, but if it's related to, isn't there another test, personality test? I've been an ENTJ oh, before. There's, so okay. with this one, there's like judging versus prospecting. So when you take this, you either get judging or prospecting. And this says, I'll just read it. Yeah. Um, people with the judging personality trait feel most comfortable when the course ahead is well marked. They would rather come up with the five backup plans than deal with events as they come preferring to consider their options ahead of time. Personality types with this trait prefer clarity and closure, sticking with the plan rather than going with the flow. It is, it's as if judging types always keep a mental checklist. When they cross something off their list or even start an item on their list, they consider it complete and not open to reconsideration. Mm-hmm. You're a planner. Yeah, and I'm definitely a planner or, like, things organized, yeah. and I, I'm i a critical thinker, and sometimes that's positive, sometimes that's negative if I overthink things, but I, like, I don't take a lot of risks, but, like, skydiving or whatever, yeah. crazy things, like, I don't take a lot of risks, um, I definitely thought meticulous mm-hmm. about my plans, like, my next yeah. step, my plans, um, so I think that's the judging, although it sounds bad, like judging, but right, yeah. Um, yeah, I have judging too in my thing. Yeah, what'd you get, Michelle? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Michelle, let us know. Uh, no, you're gonna figure out who I am. Okay, Venus, tell me. Venus. Venus. Tell me. Okay, I got the architect personality INTJT. Um, so it says an architect is a person with the introverted, intuitive thinking and judging personality traits. These thoughtful tacticians love perfecting the details of life, applying creativity and rationality to everything they do. Their inner world yep. is often a private complex, which is me. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you feel it like that's true. very ac- accurate. Yeah, I definitely okay. do think it is. Um, one of the things that does stink out to me, like from what they state here, is that these personalities can be the boldest of dreamers and the bitterest of pessimists because I am like basically a big picture person and I'm also very overcritical to the point where like it it was listed as like a weakness on there and I know that I'm overly critical sometimes and it can be kind of bad not just for myself but I know with like relationships that I build with people Mm -hmm. yeah and then also I'm such a big thinker too to the point where like I am, but the idea needs to work or else I don't think it's a good idea type of thing. You know mm, what I mean? Got it. Um, so that's why I can be like bitter and pessimist and a realist in that way. But I do, I am very much like that. But yeah. yeah. That's... Do you think that, do you sometimes get the response that maybe people think you're pessimistic when really you're being real? I think I used to be more of a pessimist than I am now. I think now I consider myself more of a realistic person. 
but I, but I'd like to think that I'm still always a very hopeful person. Yeah. I'm always still thinking that things will work out because I feel like if there's like a plan, if there's yeah. like a goal, if, if there is something, there is a way to figure that out. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's just how I, I think. So I guess it could be pessimism, but, yeah. it, but I think of it as realism. Got it. Like yeah. realistic thinking. Yeah. yeah, I think you're super realistic. And yeah. sometimes like I've noticed like when we have conversations, uh, and this goes with my personality too, like I can be very idealistic about things. Mm-hmm. And then Michelle will be like, well, let's think about this, mm-hmm. you know, like how realistic is this, you know? Yeah. And so like it kind of brings me back to reality because sometimes yeah. I do good, you know, I'm everywhere. That makes a good, mentally. I mean, that makes a good um, opposite, right? So yeah. Like, yeah, so I feel like in a sense, I, I do feel, and Michelle, you can tell me what you think, but I do feel like in a sense, we balance each other out a little bit with our personalities. Yeah. Like, I feel like we do complement each yeah, other. Yeah, I would say so. Um, same with, like, you and I, yeah. Rebecca. Mm-hmm, I feel like mm-hmm. we complement each other yeah. very well. Um, yeah, what's yours? I got the Turbulent Mediator. Oh, I see that. Cynthia's a mediator. I'm a mediator. Sure. Yeah, you yeah. definitely are. <laughs> My letters are INFP-A or INFP-T. Mm-hmm. There's like a slash there. I think I got the T, not the A. T is for turbulent. Yeah. So just a quick intro part. Um, on the outside, mediators may seem quiet or even shy, but they often have vibrant, mm-hmm. passionate inner lives. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they make up such a small portion of the population, people with this personality type may sometimes feel misunderstood or out of step with the world. I, I'm kind yeah. of in my own little world sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, fortunately, their caring nature can help them create and sustain deep relationships with their loved ones. Um, Mediators value authenticity, empathy, and harmony. Mm-hmm. These personalities tend to act with the best of intentions. Um, that said, oh, and they are rightly proud of this trait. That said, they may feel isolated or discouraged when other people don't share their idealism. Mm. That's mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it yeah, said, I definitely see you as a mediator. Yeah, Same. I think so too. I don't, I'm not... I don't really like, I don't, you don't like, like conflict. conflict. I don't like conflict. We don't like conflict in this house. <laughs> Not my basically. thing. <laughs> and we, we, Rebecca and I were talking about this earlier that yeah. um, we haven't had any conflicts yet. Yeah. Like, and we've lived together for three years. Wow. You know, nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, this okay. will be the third year. Like not a no- single, like, no. but not even like the smallest of like yeah. annoyance, like nothing, no, nothing. you know? Yeah. Wow. I don't know what I mean, it is. We we keep we have our own schedule. We have I'm, our... I'm over here like, why are we not arguing? <laughs> like, what's going on here that we're not arguing? Um, no, but that's good. Like, we're family. Yeah. Like, we're we're cousins. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, your family. Nini and I would like we were at the same like family events, but it wasn't like we were at each other's houses like every weekend. Um, and so now I've been fortunate to like live with you get to know you mm-hmm. know your style how you communicate how i communicate um we respect our boundaries our spaces yeah um mm-hmm. and we ask you know hey is it cool with you or hey you know if it's not and yeah luckily we haven't had any conflicts um i can mm-hmm. yeah. that to both of us not liking conflicts <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> but it, but we also and i'm don't... like i like conflict <laughs> <laughs> let's bring misha here uh, but that's also just to clarify it's not that we have annoyances and we don't speak out yeah. like it's, it's also yeah. like if no, something yeah. were to come up we would speak out about it and yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like we're just Absolutely. gonna like bite our tongues you know yeah. Um, yeah but we just haven't had a reason to have any sort of conflict yeah, yeah that makes um, sense we have very similar communication styles yeah. um I don't know, just it just everything has just kind of worked out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is awesome. Yay! Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that I just like to start fights. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, "Oh my gosh, how are you friends with her?" Yeah, make some clarifications <laughs> no. here. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, yeah, it's definitely worked out, and I think it does have a lot to do with our personalities. Your personalities, um, nice. And yep. I think we've grown closer too. Yeah, over the three yeah, years. yeah, for sure. Um, one of my thingies also said that the 
mediators or something like that is the are the most social of all introverts which Ooh, which made me yes. think about when i called myself um an extroverted introvert mm-hmm. yeah um in you our definitely other are episode. that episode yeah that was the first episode you know huh? that was the very first yeah, episode yeah, and i'm yeah. like yeah. yes i know I did my me homework, everybody i yeah, know me <laughs> <laughs> you do um, know, know you me. anyway um uh, rebecca we wanted to ask you how do you feel that your personality has influenced um, the types of relationships you've had in your life. The console relation, the console personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like we were just talking about, I definitely don't like conflict as much. It makes me nervous or I get really emotional about it and I like cry and I'm like, it's because I'm passionate. It's not, and to me, to some people like crying when there's conflict or, um, anything going yeah. on is a sign of weakness, yeah. but that's not the case. It's just I'm yeah. like really passionate about it, or yeah. it just made me upset. Yeah. Right? Well, and you're sensitive to your feelings, and yeah. you're very whereas yeah. other people are not. So right. I'm definitely mm-hmm. sensitive. Have been since I was a little girl. Um, yeah. But I like wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, I learned that from my dad, and like I learned that from other family members too. But that's that's why I am as a person. So I. Um, my favorite shape mm-hmm. is a heart and I'm a heart on, in my sorority and in, in my, mm-hmm. what's, what's called the ship. Like I'm the heart of my line of my ship. And so that's like my favorite symbol. Like that yeah. definitely describes my personality trait, which is so yeah. I agree. crazy. Wow. This like, is I'm, spot on. I, yeah. I'm always like, yeah, for real. Awesome. I'm like trying to check. I check in on my people. I care about what they think. Sometimes it's a weakness. I care about what other people think of me too much. Um, but, okay. uh, I check in on my people, whether that's my um, romantic relationships, my friendships, my family ships, <laughs> um, anything about that. I want to make sure my people are good. And I think that came out in the personality yeah. trait. And I think that's how, um, you know, my future partner, that's how it would manifest to my personality and my love and like showing that quality time through my personality right. trait, through my um my need for gifts of service, things like that. So it's very super correlated. So yeah. thanks, ladies, for um, bringing up this topic because yeah, it, has I, me in my feelings. <laughs> I mean, it's good to be in your feelings. Yeah, um, the five languages thing about how we like other people to show love to us, I feel like is also vice versa, right? Yeah. Like that's how you would give your love, yeah. I think. Yeah, you know? yes. That's how I would give my love. That's and, how I would expect yeah. love. But you have to figure out with your person, like is that their love language? Like, right. They might not want words of affirmation they want acts of service like yeah. you know help me clean the house help me do this yeah and that's that's love yeah them. for sure yeah. someone was posting on tiktok about that and about like, the love languages i was like oh you're right you're right you're right yeah <laughs> and it's stuff that like i'm glad we're talking about this um because i don't think we talk about this a lot no um and no i one, certainly no don't one, no one teaches you this in school like you yeah. have to learn it or learn it you know from the internet or from yeah. just yeah. like cause and effect right yeah yeah for sure um so so do you feel that your closest friends you think just out out of your own guessing what you know about them Mm -hmm. they would probably get the same like love language results or similar um i think they would maybe have opposite or a combination so like there's a healthy balance Mm -hmm. yeah um definitely my friends enjoy quality time yeah and um gifts and acts of service okay sure yeah okay um Physical touch, probably. They're, like, you and I, we don't like Like, not hug. very huggy. We, yeah, uh, yeah. You never hug? Oh, we have. We have, but we... But oh, I'm also okay. good I'm with like, physical just touch. Just y'all were like, we don't hug. I'm like, what? I thought, yeah, we're family. <laughs> we do. We just don't do it just... normally. <laughs> okay. Like, um, like, frequently. Okay, hug now. I'm yeah, just kidding. For real. But the, but the one, like, the couple times that... Maybe, you know, like, um, the other two that weren't my highest, they're, like, 10% each, like, physical touch. Yeah. Like, if that, if someone, gra- hold, like, holding hands to me is so intimate, yeah. like, outside in public, yeah. like, that would, like, yeah. oh, my God, this person <laughs> wants to hold hands with me? For the listeners, y'all should just see the face that she made. She just gave the biggest yeah. smile. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. she wants to hold my hand? Like, for real, she's, like, touching her heart, like, putting her hand over her heart. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was like, oh my God, that's yeah. not, because that's not a normal love language that I profess or that I have. Right. And so, yeah, I'm yeah, like, when it, sure. when it comes out, I'm like, oh yeah. 
¿qué pasa con esto? Right. Like, What? What's going on? <laughs> This is new. Okay. <laughs> new well, not new, but like different. Yeah. What about y'all? Yeah, Michelle, tell us. This isn't about me. <laughs> did. Well, I think Rebecca asked this, so we gotta okay, we gotta okay. respect her question. She said okay, okay. her question was, "What about y'all? <laughs> <clears throat> how being our personality affects our relationships? Or no, how um, it, um arch- the architect with the love languages? How does that coincide with what you got? Like, do you think it agrees or not? Or? Ooh, That's a good um, I definitely need to, I definitely think they relate Mm -hmm. there is one let me see so i think they're similar but also a little bit different because i feel like the architect kind of sounds like we have no hearts sometimes and i feel like people actually perceive me as this very serious person which i am serious but i also like have feelings and emotions (laughs) that's how i perceived Uh, you when i first met you yeah i know and people do perceive me as that (laughs) so this one specifically architects aren't known to be to being warm and fuzzy which is true i'm not known for that They tend to prioritize rationality and success over politeness and pleasantries. In other words, they rather be right than popular. <laughs> this <laughs> may explain by why so many fictional villains are modeled on this personality type. What? I'm not a villain. I'm just gonna say that. That is so. But I do think the I do think the beginning part in terms of like I'm not really as warm and fuzzy. I I would say that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I'm not really like that. But yeah. once I get to know you, and if I like you as like a friend. Or, like, with my partner, my boyfriend. Like, I open up. I have emotions. I like uh, expressing my emotions with words because that's how I feel loved. Mm -hmm. And I also appreciate acts of service and quality time. So I do that for other people if I like you. And, like you said, like Rebecca said, like, if you're my people, like, my family, my friends, all that. That's when I do those things. But if you're not considered, if I don't consider you in any of those like closeness to me then i may like i do probably seem as closed off because mm-hmm. of that because right. i i'm more practical and i'm more like rational but i'm trying to work on it i'm trying not to be overcritical of things in general okay, but also We like yeah and that's okay because i mean why would you i mean yeah there are people that do but i wouldn't necessarily want to open up immediately mm-hmm. with someone i don't know yeah. you know See, that's that's weird because I I wouldn't mind. Yeah. And I gotta be careful about that because you can never trust people. Well, it depends I'm too, how I'm too open, trusting of yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah, with me, no. Like and and even in the th- architect thing, like small like Yeah. It says like we don't really like we don't we hate small talk. And I am terrible at small talk. Like I rather have a full on deep conversation with someone mm-hmm. than like randomly talk about little things because right. for me is I don't right. know. It's just, it doesn't work for me. Or, like, I'm not good at it. Or maybe I can get better at it. But I can definitely see how my love languages impact my relationships more. Because with those relationships yeah. that I do care yeah. about, I do and am intentional about those. But when it comes to, like, my personality, um, I feel like I am self-aware of, like, how I am. And I feel... And in my thing, also, it says, like, self-improving. Like... I always feel like I need to self-improve myself all the time and it can be exhausting to just be overly critical mm-hmm. about myself. So I'm also just trying to be like self-compassionate about myself and like be right. more yeah. compassionate yeah. with others. I feel it's, that. It's, that, it's that self-awareness, girl. It's that self-awareness for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, so just so y'all know, uh, we like TikTok. <laughs> TikTok? I need to get into it. These are all the, Rebecca's making all these TikTok references. Yes, we like TikTok. Oh, I'm just like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. It's a it's, TikTok. It's that self-awareness okay. for me. Yeah. It's that acts of service for me. This girl. Yeah. I cannot. <laughs> so, okay, Rebecca, tell us more. Yes. Tell us more. Yes, yes. Um, you didn't answer that question, Beans, oh. about you. She doesn't want to talk you made about me, herself. You made me answer it, so now you answer it. Okay, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, you, you I'm did. Gonna keep I was it, like... Yeah. I'm going to keep it really short because this time is about you. Um, <laughs> yeah. As a mediator, what like a few of the strengths that I was saying here is that mediators are thoughtful. They care about other people's feelings. Um, they're generous, so they rarely enjoy succeeding at others' uh, expense. Um, and then open-minded and they tend to give other people the benefit of the doubt so I feel like I am that mm-hmm. I feel like I am generous and I like to give and like mm-hmm. when I give people gifts I try to really be thoughtful about it and you know mm-hmm. I can try to be a little bit creative and think about like what do they really enjoy and how can I tie that in there or whatnot mm-hmm. um, 
So I feel like, yeah, that's that's kind of how I am with people. And and, and same with like the quality time that I got from my love language. Mm-hmm. And the, mm-hmm. what was the second one? Yes, I'm going to It was words of affirmation. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like to compliment people. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give all, I'll give out all the compliments. It's the receiving that's a little bit mm-hmm. trickier. But, mm-hmm. but, but I, I give love out all the compliments. Yeah, but I do like help. I like making people feel good. And I don't, and I don't just say things just to make them feel good. But like, I genuinely believe those things mm-hmm. when I say them. Or yeah. like, when I compliment you, I genuinely mean it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and the quality time too. Like, I would want someone to make time for me. You know, mm-hmm. that just, that means a lot. Like time yeah. is, time is so invaluable. Like for someone so to give precious, you time, yeah. like it's such a precious thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so definitely agree. I like to give, I like to give my time as, along with re- receiving it. And I think mm-hmm. the, the friends that I've made are very similar in that way. And just, I really, we really enjoy each other's company. Yeah. So yeah. It's that quality time for me. It's that quality time for me. <laughs> <laughs> But enough about me. Okay, okay. Let's yeah. talk about Bye. you. Bye. We have more questions for you. Fine. Okay, spill it. Ask All right. Away. So, um, we've talked about your relationships. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's talk about your career path. <gasps> yeah. And how you talked a lo- you talked a little bit about it. Uh, yeah. In the beginning about healthcare. Yeah. And yeah. Healthcare administration. Giving people correct. access to yes, health correct. healthcare. Yes. Giving correct. people access to to uh, healthcare, and then also um, you are a manager, correct? Yes, so you correct. you know I people people. Yes. So tell lot. us how. Of the time. Tell us the dynamic there and how your personality plays a role in that. Yeah. Managing people is very hard. <laughs> Being a manager, I can imagine. Yeah, um, you're managing one different per- personalities, yeah. different family life, and also balancing the goals and expectations of the organization right. to carry out the business. So, I have learned um, one managing people is very hard. Um, I am not 100% great at it. I think I'm learning and developing, and I attribute that to my leaders at my organization who are always coaching me, um, Mm -hmm. you know, improving uh, what I could have done differently about a scenario or an employee scenario. Also, like, abiding by our human resource policies and things like that. Like, there's there's a lot of things that are complex that you need to know about management, and then also managing your own projects as well, which is, like, 20% of the time, in my opinion. You're, like, a professional juggler. (laughs) Professional juggler. You're doing a lot. Nice. Worked from home in a pandemic, and I'm like, Yeah. Um, Yeah, I miss the office setting, so um, I miss, you know, seeing my staff in person and and going to the office, but for safety, you know, we're working from home. At this time, yeah. um, I my personality relates to my managerial skills because I'm still learning how to have crucial conversations with staff, and it's been like three years already. Like it's it's uh, like be, getting this management position was like my first big girl job out of mm-hmm. like being a student for ten years. You right, know? right. So yeah. it's like you know, first thing, big girl job. I think in okay. a sense, it's a culture shock, right? Absolutely. Um, one in a new city. I didn't have family here. So like, yeah, graduating grad school, starting this new position, managing my first two direct reports and then expanding to different, um, to more reports and more responsibilities, um, has been a lot. And I definitely am, it's kind of, we were talking about this earlier, but, um, I overthink things. So it's really, I have to like push myself or count on my leaders to help me make decisions but they also expect me to do that as well so that's the hard part about you know our personalities impacting our professional experience like in our our work life um and how do you balance that uh but I definitely would say like being self-aware that I know I still need to improve on being a better manager um I'm I'm a learner so like that's in um my my strengths my my five strengths, um, you know, learner is, has been the one that's consistent. So I'm always learning, trying to learn new things, um, and trying to be better at what I do. And I've definitely made mistakes over my managerial career. Um, and I have to learn from them and I have to Mm -hmm. know how to recover from them, not make them again. And, um, one lead a team, meet our goals, um, departmental goals, and then serve our patients is, is the most important thing. So, right. That yeah. has, I've learned that over time and um, grown for sure. 
I still, yeah. I don't like conflict, but I make sure my people are good. So yeah. <laughs> I want I want, I want to see people grow yeah. and I want to see yeah. um, like the light bulb click. That's like important. this is the yeah. right fit for them. Right. They're learning something. They're being productive. Um, we're helping our patients and mm-hmm. we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. So, um, but yeah. That's, I feel you. Yeah, my. But like that sounds yeah. hard. <laughs> that sounds hard, but it sounds like you're doing great. Uh, yes. I like that you're really self-aware. You know, being in a managerial position, like yeah. being you're able very to introspective. Do that. I'm yeah. Introspe- I've I've had to be because I have to tell myself that to keep myself going forward. One, working from home is stressful, more stressful than it is like to me in the office. Um, yeah. Because it's uh, you have to set boundaries, and I'm not very good at that. Like, I'm a workaholic yeah. hard and, yeah, like, yeah. not taking time for me and, like, that self-care. I know you guys had a to- topic about self-care coming up, maybe? Yeah, we're coming up, coming up, coming up. Coming up. Um, we, were, we were brainstorming before, yeah. so that's all yes. I know. <laughs> um, but I have to remember to take lunch. I have to remember to get up and walk, and I don't do that. Yeah. And so I need to be better about that. Yeah, that's important. Because um, if I'm not good, then my people aren't good. Yeah. And I'm not doing a good job, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's that whole parallel process. Yeah. Like, you have to be well taken care of for you to take care of other people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, and if you're not being taken care of, if your needs are not getting met, yeah. how are you going to meet the needs of the people that you manage and, like, yeah. you know, like the people that you care about too, like in general, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. anybody? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to yeah, be fully sure. present and mindful and, like, just be there for yourself too before being there for anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Because um, it yeah. makes it that much harder to be there for them. Take care yeah. of yourselves. Um, yes. Yeah. And that important. and that's been hard too because um, maybe two years ago, well, it'll be two years in February. But I lost a lot of weight. Like that was my mm-hmm. mission to like lose fifty pounds, um, mm-hmm. get right, you know, physically, mentally, so I could be better. Because you know I had bad health, and now I have better health um, and recognize mm-hmm. that, and like. I have to be healthy for me and I have to love myself in order to love right. somebody else, right? right? Like, yeah. am I ready to have a relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. Do I want one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but are we like, ever ready? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, are we ever? <laughs> but like, you have to recognize that in order to be able to let someone else into your life and to receive your love languages, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love this conversation. You're so good. You're so good at like just talking and like explaining your situation and what you're going yeah. through. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We wanted to talk about imposter syndrome Ooh. because I think that that can happen. I think it's a good segue from what we were talking about, you know, career wise and what it has to do with our personality. And yeah. I feel like I saw this research thing on the internet saying about like 70% of us will experience imposter syndrome. And so I just wanted us to talk about it, uh, what it is, and if you've ever experienced is it, it. What is imposter um, syndrome? Yeah. How would you define it? How would I define it? Yeah. Um, not feeling like you belong where you're supposed to be. And like That's questioning. Real. That is real. Questioning every track or everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is it a good decision? Did I do this right? Am I qualified? Am I capable? Yeah. Um, and I've definitely have those thoughts mm, at least twice per week. <laughs> working, yeah. you yep, know. me too. Um, twice per week. Like, am I capable to do this job? Am I successful? Mm-hmm. A decision I make may not be received well. Uh, maybe it's about communication or things like that. But I, my, my name, how I you know, spell my name. I spell my name with one C and sometimes I get emails back with my name spelled with two C's and I'm like, that's not my name. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that I type my name out in the signature, you know, which is already there. Um, I get that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also too, you know, like, like Nini, we relate in the sense that I'm, I pass as white, Mm -hmm. you know, I identify as Latina, um, half Mexican, half American, or I guess, yeah, American. Well, have white. Yeah, have white. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I am American, Mexican-American. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> white. Um, and so always, like, not being, um, not fitting in mm-hmm. with one group or the other. And that resonates with, like, um, well, I think to me it resonates with imposter syndrome, like, at, at work. Like, am I qualified to do this job? Like, yeah. why am I here? Right. Like, or I've 
had times like everything I'm doing is wrong. Right. And like what what the heck am I supposed to be doing? Right. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> and you know what? You are just like Michelle said, it's seventy percent of people. Like you yeah. are not the only one yeah. who has these so many who consistently it. ask themselves these questions. Yeah. And like for me too, like I would define it as like exactly how you said it and then like this chronic like persistent and like internal self-doubt yes all freaking time and it's actually like the turbulent part of my profile for the personalities it said that from a social comparison survey i even wrote this down 86 percent of those with the turbulent identity say that they that comparing themselves to others usually results in a negative feeling so i'm constantly i'm not doing this on purpose like Mm -hmm. it just i just this is how i am i compare myself a lot to other people yeah. And then yeah, that kind of feeds into my self-doubt. I'm like, wow, this person is, like, killing it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not at that level. Right. And, and it could just be, like, a psychological thing. Like, you know, we're, we're equally qualified for this job. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they're not better than I am. I'm not better than they are. Or they have their strengths and I have my strengths. Doesn't make one of us better than the other. But I still constantly am like, wow, they're just doing so great. And, like, I don't, tell, I don't say that about myself. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and just to add to what you were saying... I do think it's internal, but I also think it's externally. Um, yes. There are environments or people that make you feel like you're not supposed to be there. Or like, yes. um, yeah. for me specifically, like when I was in law school, there weren't that many students of color in law school. Yeah. And that inherently made me think certain things like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Or, oh, I'm not good enough. Or, oh, I'm not smart enough. Or all right. these different mm-hmm. things. So I feel like it is internally, but also it can be the environment and the people that surround you because certain people can inflict those thoughts on you. Yeah, and that's, I want to, and just to piggyback off of that, I think just like we talk about intersectionality with gender bias, I think it's important to to consider that when you talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because a lot of times people are told, like, you don't belong here or Mm -hmm. like this, you're not meant to be in this space. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, the color of your skin, your gender, whatever it is, like, Mm -hmm there's always these intersectional like forces that play into yeah how we view ourselves right. and how we are treated for sure um, so right. you tell us a little bit about your experience with imposter syndrome yeah um what would you say to um our listeners or anybody who would ask like how to cope with it what do you do what do you do when you have those feelings or when you're asking yourself those questions like do i even belong here am i capable am i competent what are some advice that's a hard one because there's so like you were saying there's so many intersectionalities right and so you may experience it at one point in your life grow from it and then experience it again at a different point in your life um but i i think their coping mechanisms may change based on the space that you experience imposter syndrome like whether it's Mm -hmm. academia or in the work environment um or with your friend group too, right? You may phase out of friends and you feel like you don't belong anymore. For example, friends are married and have kids. Like, well, still single, mm-hmm. almost going to be 30, you know? And like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. have any relationship, you know? But I'm that's saying? also like, like societal expectations. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and we should talk about that in another episode. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be for another episode. That's the intersectionality about... Um, imposter syndrome I think itself to like I may feel at one point in my life like I or you know a couple days at work like I don't feel like I belong I'm not capable that impacts my work productivity Mm -hmm. or um in schooling you know if you do that if you're like Michelle was saying she's the only person of color in her in her law program or if other listeners are, are are feeling that I think it's um, maybe a way to cope would be to really connect with your communities or people that feel the same way that mm-hmm. you do yeah. or find that. Yeah, and, um, for sure. Talk about it yeah. or find resources such as you could do like daily affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps me. I think um, quotes, you know, I see scroll through Instagram and I see like these daily affirmations. I'm like, ooh, let me screenshot that. Yeah. You know, that'd be good mm-hmm. for me. Um I, I'm a spiritual person, so um, mm-hmm. I'm a practicing Christian or Lutheran, mm-hmm. um, and so I go to church on Sundays mm-hmm. or Zoom virtual yeah. church um, to help me cope, and um, I, like, read the Bible, but I pick out passages that are meaningful to me during the right. time, like, right. that, you know, it's, um, 
that's that's how I cope. But I definitely would re- recommend to listeners like really think about why is that making you feel that way? Yes. Mm-hmm. And is it a system of oppression? Is it people around me? Is it, yep. you know, is it actually me? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I go to therapy. Okay. Like we need to normalize <laughs> therapy. Yeah. I, I do my virtual, you know, therapy sessions. Um, and that and I had never done that before. And um. A year ago, I started going mm-hmm. um, just because I needed to work on myself. Yeah. And I had these issues that were, like, deeply rooted in my childhood and um, extended to, like, how I was performing at work and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's all correlated with the imposter syndrome, like, yeah. just just things in our experiences. And, and so it's crazy. So I would definitely, you know, advocate for listeners to talk to people, um, you know, seek counsel if you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and know that it's okay. Like, you've heard three of us, mm-hmm. potentially, well, at least me, you've heard me say that I experience imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Other people do, too. Yeah. Um, so it's too. a real thing, and, um, you know, we're here for each other, la comunidad, you know? We're here yeah. to pick each other up and, and relate and, and break those um, those systems of oppression and these perceptions of, of who we are and what we're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Well said, well said. Yeah, I liked your your thought uh, or like how you explained like putting your thoughts into perspective yes. and like reframing your thoughts. Yeah. And you, I know you said we're uh, like affir- like saying affirmations because I feel like a lot of us we focus like on the negative things or it's some, the negative self talk. Yeah, for me. Oh like <laughs> like I didn't I know cannot. that was a thing. Like yeah. I talk down to myself yeah. because mm-hmm. I feel that I'm not worthy, and yeah. it's like. Well, to whose standard and whose expectations yeah. I shouldn't be feeling that way. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm more than capable. I just, you know, maybe have to change behaviors or patterns or communication style. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, girl. Can... It's, it's the negative self-talk is debilitating. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I learned that from therapy. Like, yeah. it's so debilitating. It's important how you talk to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge your capabilities and how far you've come and what you. Yeah accomplished all of that i think is important and i i also think it's important to acknowledge like like i know you were talking about your job and you know sometimes you've made mistakes and i know i've made mistakes i think we all make mistakes Uh, yeah and i liked how you said like it is important to like learn from those mistakes but also like acknowledge them but then also just like moving on yeah because i feel like some people like just feel whatever it is that you feel Mm -hmm. when you messed up Mm -hmm. and it's not a good feeling but then yeah. like move on because you can't keep dwelling with that feeling or else like you'll keep thinking about it and like you said it might affect your work it might yeah. affect your personal life your relationships anything like that but yeah. i know it's a lot harder to do than like what i'm actually saying but that's something yeah. that i've worked on like if i mess up like all right i did it it's in the past i learned from it move on yeah it is definitely easier said than done but it yeah. can be done um, mm-hmm. and exactly what you're saying, Michelle, I think that we need to, and what you were saying, Rebecca, reaffirm our self-worth, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, enough with the negative self-talk, right? Even right. though it's, it's hard and sometimes yeah. it's just like, there's plenty of people who will do it for you. <laughs> you don't need to do it to True. yourself. True. True. Um, and then also like reevaluate how you perceive like failure and mistakes. Mm. Like I, obviously I make lots of mistakes all the mm-hmm. time. Um, and sometimes I get stuck on my mistakes. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? absolutely me too. I think and that's I, our Gemini, And I just think about it, I'm like, <laughs> are I y'all Gemini? so much differently. <laughs> yes, we wow. are all Gemini. And, and I'm just learning this now. <laughs> it takes us forever to pick something to watch Oh sometimes. my gosh. <laughs> we cannot make Or what decision. to order for food. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now I get but, it, now I get it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know yeah, anything about astrology. I'm just saying I get it. <laughs> Which we'll do an episode about that as well. Yeah, we should. You know, just like we need to make space to like uh, be okay with talking about the mistakes that we made, Mm -hmm. acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, Michelle, move on to, you know, the next the next thing, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, because if you dwell on it, you're not going to you're not going to bet on yourself later on. You know, you're not going to say yes to this opportunity or yes to that opportunity because you feel like you're not competent. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's huge, at least for me. Just like yeah, reaffirm your self worth, acknowledge that you are human, and yeah. you're gonna make mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you're not the only one. Like, yeah, a lot of people have these feelings. Yeah. And sometimes they won't show it, or you you'll be like, wait, really? This person? Like, they seem so confident, and like, you know, Fake but internally, you make it. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> but like, you know, just acknowledge it and yeah. and embrace it and 
be self-aware. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. like the main thing that we're all hitting here is just sure. be, you know, look at look inside yourself and be like, why am I feeling this and what can I do about it? Oh, and for those who are listening, we're going to share the links to all of the quizzes that we took. That way you all can take them. And if you want to share what you got, that'd be great. Yeah. DM us. Um, text us if you have our number. You know, like reach out. Like Don't text me. Just kidding. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But I'm like you kidding, can you know reach kidding. out and let us know what you think and uh, thank you Rebecca for for yeah, joining thank us. Thank you. Thanks for this having was great. me. This was so cool. Your first guest. Mm-hmm. I feel so special. You are special. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You are. Yes, that's a first. We are all special. Yes. <laughs> what we learned today. And it's okay to say I am special. I am special. Yes. Yeah, it's Woo-hoo. okay to say that too. No, thank you so much for having me, you guys. Um, I think you know the conversations that you're having are so important for this you know community and the listeners and. It's been a pleasure mm-hmm. um, and honor to be your first yeah. guest in the history <laughs> she of loves Awkwardly Random. <laughs> yes, girl. We're going to highlight that. Yes. You are the first guest. <laughs> you are the first guest. Yeah. No, but yeah. Thank you so much. And we're definitely, you're going to come back because okay. you're just going to come back. Yeah. yeah. That's just, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. You'll it'll be, be good. Um, and with that, y'all, thank you so much. Thank you. That was our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Stay tuned to the next one. Yeah. We'll catch you at the next one. Bye. Bye.